what's up? Hey. Hey. What was that? <laughs> Gizmo tried to jump onto the couch, but Arya's laying there, so he just fell off the couch. <laughs> and he got he got pretty distraught about it, so he's just laying on the, the floor bed now. Bounced off the haggis. <laughs> yeah. I'm a ground animal. Yeah. It's all good. Rewind it to the beginning and just zoom in in this this little section here <laughs> and you'll see it happen. Watch him get rejected. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> my uh so i was saying earlier that we we fostered a little a puppy for about two weeks or about a week and uh but luke has my old fat labradors he's slept like from the time he left yesterday morning the puppy left yesterday morning he's pretty much just napped for two days he's had a lot of energy around him for a it week it was a lot and he was uh luke is uh we call him the hall monitor because anytime there's any kind of shenanigans going on any type of uh too much activity people moving around too fast any dancing any singing any shouting any chasing through the house luke does not having it so he's always calling everybody down and said this puppy's really caused him a lot of stress over the <laughs> last week uh because it, he's not listened and just everybody was over the moon about this puppy so it's, it's been stressful for him so it's all good but, rest anyway. now buddy Oh, it's a good dog. We still don't know what kind of dog Carlos was. It was a, it's a strange, strange situation where I picked him up, but it's all good. Um, <clears throat> I've been allowed to, uh, so I can get another foster dog. I can get the same one again. No, so you might get too attached. Yep. Yep. So that's the, that's the agreement I have with my wife. Um, so mm. I would say that, uh, you should probably just adopt the dog, but I don't want another dog to take away for any opportunities for you to write more books like this oh, one. Oh, look at that. You look can find that one. on Amazon. <laughs> you, uh, if you get an appreciated five-star review, I would not appreciate a one-star review. Just putting it out there. A lot of people like those. I don't. <laughs> I believe that. Mm, look, look at that. that. Look at that. A little look at tease. That. Look at, wait. Look at that cardinal there in the window. That's a... Uh, yeah. It's oh, a, cool. So, a little detail. Yeah. I spent five hours on a stupid bird. The, uh, <laughs> I wasn't worried about you being a good DM or not because I have this just thick tome for me. This just is tome. thick, thick tome of uh, reading material here uh, that I can go through. So, if ever you see me doing this, it's fine. Just, you know. So, check out the, the te- <laughs> show the teeth on the that dragon on the back there. Oh, Those yeah. are some. Yeah, that is a grass-eating dragon right there. That is some nightmare <laughs> fuel. It looks like you took... I know this is a children's book, but that looks like a sex doll mouth. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's out of line, but he's right. <laughs> Look at that. It's just it's so silly. There's nothing in there. So you got you to see, um, see where the back is. And what are you going to stick in there to see where the back is? Candy bars, <laughs> a ruler. Well, I'll be right back. I need to retrieve some books from my children's room that apparently are inappropriate. So. Yeah. Oh, you think the also the from bags, also from the Hanahan Library? So yeah, then there's that. Like, I've got to go get that book from the Hanahan Library. You just <laughs> left it there. What happened? That's the only library that would take it. Like that's uh, the only one I, I like. Yeah, I was we trying saw to, this I, nightmare fuel on the back and was like, I don't want that. <laughs> Actually, I always I always got the books with the scariest pictures when I was a kid. Yeah, see there, 
That's what the other three people that have bought that book did. (laughs) (laughs) One was disappointed. I guess there weren't enough scary images inside the book that he he was upset (laughs) about it. Um, Good times. This is good stuff. So definitely check out the book, The Quest for a Dragonfly. Flower. Flower. We are in South Carolina, so it's a flyer's fire. uh, So what's been going on with everybody this week, Kevin? Uh, just working. Uh, started a new job not too long ago, so good, good stuff. Yeah. Excuse me, I'm also sleepy. Sorry, yeah, we so are. Um, I had too many sloppy joes. <laughs> you <know> what? <laughs> I saw a fun video. There's this this guy that I follow on TikTok. I can't remember his name, but he reminds me of my buddy Tyler. But he just does these stupid little bits, and one of them was him calling into work, like because he ate too many sloppy joes. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, no, I can't, I can't come into work today, today, this week, really. And the guy's like, why? He goes, Five, I had too many, just too many sloppy joes. Technically, it was manwich because that's what they call it on the can. And he just goes yeah. on about how many sloppy joes he ate, manwiches. And he was like, "Yeah, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna be out for like three or four days." And the boss I think was he like, said he ate "Like 24 it. sandwiches." And he's like, "Yeah, it's too many." That's, that's a lot. Man. That's a lot of sandwiches. <laughs> a weird name. Be My record is five in a day, but that was like hours and hours apart. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I mean, did the name sandwich is that like a thing? It's like a because it's like a beefy it's a, sandwich. It's a sandwich it's a, that even a man can make, is what I think. A, <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're that's, going for. It's like that weird it. sexist. <laughs> like, yeah, even a man is just freaking chili on a bun. Yeah. Like, or maybe it's like men will like it because it's meaty. I, don't I know. always thought that was like this is a manly sandwich. It's just freaking a meaty, beefy sandwich. Um, yes, me. It's <laughs> just, yeah. That's just me. I mean, pretend like it's got some vegetables in it to shut your wife up. The second ingredient on a can of man, which I think is high fructose corn syrup, it is uh, it is sugar sauce. Yeah, it's uh, basically ketchup. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's basically it's just ketchup with hamburger meat, right? It's just now, that's all it is. The bold and spicy, and then I don't know, a little Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire. <laughs> there's a there's the 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 upscale the the. Messy Joseph. Messy Joseph. You found, found the recipe for online and it's got like poblano peppers and shit in it. I've made Ooh. that twice. Ooh. Also made it. As what is a the poblano? Che- what is the what is that? A, a poblano, poblano pepper. pepper. It's pretty it's a fairly mild pepper. It's very mild, but it's got it's got a lot of flavor. It adds a nice undercurrent to uh to your your greasy hamburger meat. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's good. Not just, you still put tomato, you still put ketchup in it, but you also a little tomato paste, some garlic powder. Um, Use the uh, the ninety seven percent lean hamburger meat for that. No, no. What's wrong with you? Mm. Fats flavor. Yeah. That's my stripper name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming to my- the stage next. Mister Moist, Mister Moist meat himself. Fat flavor. Oh. <laughs> Moist meat, fat's flavor. Yeah, I didn't make any. It's like a stripper name. Yeah, they call him eighty twenty. <laughs> that's the good meat, though, right? I mean, that's yeah. the chalk. Right? 
That's a black hat. The black hat. Seriously. Yeah. Last time, um, on RPG Revolver, <laughs> our um, our heroic crew uh, of misfits had uh, defeated a. Uh, troll that had come out of the woods and attacked a a festival fire and luckily no one perished in that except for the troll um and uh and then had taken their trophy and uh headed to the city to collect the bounty only to find it in a state of complete unrest uh what many of you didn't realize didn't see is during the um during the evening hours of uh after the troll had been defeated uh erasmus right yeah aramis erasmus 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 uh something had caught his eye uh the the previous uh earlier in the evening about the troll and so he returned to he returned to the troll to just couldn't get it off his mind and there in the waterlogged rotten flesh of the uh, troll's uh, of the troll's arm that was deformed, there was some writing on that. And uh, having uh, examined it, uh, Aramis was able to find Erasmus. Uh, there's a uh, Erasmus. There's Erasmus. I felt I feel like you're pronouncing your character's name wrong. I am the, not. Uh, <laughs> Erasmus, uh, there was uh, uh, some spell script written there that you were able to read, and uh, it kind of, you feel like it opened up a different, like an an extra space. It didn't actually have any um, space, no comprehension to what the space was or what the the spell was, what the script was. There was no meaning, but it seemed to open up an extra space, and so that you have the capacity to memorize more spells than you had before. Oh. Okay. Okay. So, um, and to be able to cast one more. So you're able to cast three uh, spells per day now. And um, I meant to mention that on our previous session, but rookie mistake. So there you go. So you still just have um, however many spells you started with for level one, and then your spells you added for level two, correct? None. You got none? No, you you get spells by adventuring and looking for scrolls and shit, which is um, there's no there's no built-in getting spells at higher levels automatically in this game. <laughs> you got to go looking. Oh, okay. In, in dungeons, it's fine. I'm fine. It's cool. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm gonna give you that, that way. You can at least cast something else per day and then we'll try to find something if i had known that i apologize i didn't i didn't understand that exactly this is our first time playing black hack and so i would have tried to do something for you so that you would have been able to get another i mean does a does a second level uh wizard cast second level spells in black hack yeah that's kind of how that works yeah level one you get level one spells it's a level two you would have and you could have done that as part of your kind of your leveling up story I, I thought that would something. be unfair to add treasure to my level up story. 
<laughs> well, you're no, but adding a spell to it that's limited to those level two spells would have been fine. So if you want to do that between now and next time, that's that's cool. Okay. Okay. And then you get an extra you get an extra spell per day. So uh, when um, so that happened uh, the night before. Now we're at back to uh, Kelmorn and the the riots. And when we left off, um, Gully had spotted uh, kind of to the northwest on that bridge where there was a crowd of people, hundreds and hundreds of people already gathered with uh, pitchforks and rocks and some some people with swords because there's blacksmiths in there and there's also constables. Everyone's kind of getting caught up in this thing. Um, and each of you felt that. Each of you, some of you succumbed to it, like Torg did, of this uh, just this passion that the crowd is, this fervor that the crowd is uh, ex- exhibiting towards breaking this cycle of having their children taken, having this prosperity for a time, and then having monsters attack villages and even trolls attack campfires um she's upset about that but gully sees this happening um you see rocks and bottles other people in the the crowd in front of you they, there's like a weird there's no barrier there but the crowd is kind of stopped right at the foot of the, the bridge until um these bottles and rocks and stuff are thrown from this other bridge and hit the tower uh that you feel the ground structure kind of shake Okay, and so at this point, um, there's some fear that goes up in the town, but you guys see, um, first of all, I know uh, Aramis, you are going to the front, towards the front, trying to find, what yeah. were you doing? What was your reason for going towards the front? Well, I was trying to get to the front so I can get Jack to fucking start giving these people directions. <laughs> like okay. actual- Looking for Jack at the front and then Gully, uh, from where you are, you can see Aramis getting to the front. Erasmus. Erasmus. God damn it. I'm never going to get that right. Er- er- Erasmus. Erasmus. Uh, Torg is just, uh, he's already he's, he's already picked up a pitchfork from somebody plus his axe. He's he's ready to go. He's raging. He's, you know, he's got a pack of people behind him already. Kind of his little squad that he's going to march on the tower as well. Uh, Valentine, where are you, what are you doing? I'm also caught up in this. Um, was I not? I think you f- did. You fail as yeah. well. You failed, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, yeah, so you're caught up as well, and you are preparing and marching. You're towards the front of the line as well. So you kind of all up there, um, but you don't see Jack at the front of this. Uh, as the bottle, the ground starts to shake. Um, the rocks and the things from the other bridge hit. Uh, there's a fervor that kind of rises up from you. There's another bridge on the other side. There's four bridges total that kind of connect to this tower. It seems like all the people are starting to attack through their rudimentary means. This is almost pure passion. There's no, these are not trained soldiers. These are, these are people that are just for generations have just been uh, kind of suppressed these emotions and they're just exploding this kind of how you feel especially those that failed that that wisdom check you feel this this is a natural reaction to just this wrong that's happened um as you do that the tower doors these things are about 30 foot tall double doors on each side is on the other side of this bridge the tower doors begin to creak open um while you're doing this uh you can see from other bridges that some of the people have started to kind of charge 
rush towards the tower as the gates, as those doors kind of open. That's what you're going for. Um, what do you guys do? Do I get a chance to maybe try to snap out of it? Uh, you're caught up in it. I take oh, my axe to the giant door. Okay, so you're heading oh. across the bridge. Valentine's Charging. heading across the bridge. We're going with that. Gully, what are you doing? How far am I away from the uh, giant doors? 100 feet. It's about 100 feet from the base of the bridge. The bridges are about 100 feet across to where the uh, where the gates are. Is that too far for, for, for me to sling my rocks? No, you can hit the doors from there. Okay. Well, I'm not, I'm not trying to hit the doors. It's just in case something goes haywire. And it, I, I want to try and spot... Um, if it looks like uh, Torg and uh, Valentine are caught up in it, if I do, I see both of them. Yeah, give me a wisdom check. Uh, I believe that's right for yeah for spotting things for s- perception for seeing kind of things. Natural one. Perfect. Okay, so you 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 perfect. It's almost everything. It almost goes into like slow motion. You see the gates opening. You see your peripheral vision is seeing uh, the the other two bridges that you can kind of see on the outskirts of the people just starting to charge towards those tower gates. You see the gates opening. You see Valentine and Torg just all in for that. You see uh, Erasmus. Let's say it right. Yes. Yeah. Erasmus is. Uh, you know, he's looking for Jack. He's trying to. He's at the front of the line. He's trying to just. He's trying to save lives at this point. It seems like he's trying to, kind of push back against what the fervor of the crowd is. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Well, unless I see one of the other two party members rushing across the bridge, then I'll have to follow them and try. And... Okay. So, but he he's about to kind of give into that. But because you rolled a one, you see something else. You see Jack, kind of. Uh, he's on the outskirts of the crowd on the edge of the bridge between the crowd and the bridge. He's with the crowd, but he's on the edge kind of like, here's the bridge. Here's the crowd. And Jack is, he's kind of on the edges. He's, he's kind of ducking past crates and people and in and out. He's moving fluidly through it as he always does. Uh, and in a very kind of stealthy roguelike fashion. Uh, and he is uh, probably about 10 feet from the front, but he's definitely seems to be having a, he is not leading this procession. He seems to be working through it or using it to some demands. That's you're the, you can see that though from your vantage point from the rooftop. I mean, is he he's acting out of character at this point or Oh, it's perfectly in character for Jack. Jack is kind of a roguish person and he would he's never gonna be one of those people that's gonna be like at the front of the lines, you know, uh going up against he's always got a plan or a scheme, something going on. Hmm. Um definitely to meet his goals if that makes sense but he's on the far side of the bridge from where you are um going along the edge moving with the crowd but he's definitely not in the same frame of mind as the crowd is of just a frontal assault on this tower uh well i'm gonna try and and uh, hang both Valentine and Torg with like my sling, not like like aiming for their armor to maybe just kind of like a little thing, yeah, just kind of get their attention, kind of like, thing. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, because I don't, okay. I don't feel like uh, I don't 
feel like Gully has a lot in the way of like diverting crowds of people from doing what they want to do. So at least this I is almost. See. I mean, this is this is three days of. I mean, yeah. it's thousands of people. So it's it's a it's a lot. It's a very it's a big tie to move. As you're doing this, you see the first of the Crimson Guards emerge from the opening. They're not all the way open. They're they're like kind of like tower doors that have opened up maybe ten feet at this point. But when you see that, there are two tower guards marching through that that door. Give us back our children. Uh, the ping. Yeah, I'm gonna try and ping. I'll, I'll ping her first because she's taller than Torque. Yeah, let me a dex check. Um, okay. Nope. Nineteen. You ping the person beside her in the ear. Whoops. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yeah, I mean what I rolled a nineteen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Torque. Uh, no, fifteen over fourteen. Oof. Doing good today. All right. Yep. Uh, so you don't get Even either one of those attentions. So they're going up there. So um, don't you advantage those rolls? Well, he said just a, a dex check. I wasn't attacking. I don't think so. I didn't roll with no. advantage. I'm gonna give you advantage on those who roll them again, based on because your height. And because you got a one on your perception to see kind of what's going on, that bullet time kind of effect that happened there. The reroll on, on Valentine? Uh, a 14, which is my score, so a fail. Okay. And on Torg, a two. So two, you get Torg. The little pebble hits his armor and pings up and hits him right. Kind of, It, it almost like flicks like the bottom part of his ear just enough to make him turn so Torg you turn and your eyes immediately lock in face you know lock in with Gully the halfling the owner and hero of the happy hooker he's got the t-shirt on that guy's seen combat that guy's seen combat he's about to see some more how dare you fling the rock does he break the the spell on caught under yeah, I want to, you. I'm gonna give you another wisdom save at that point to kind of kind of question what you're doing. Okay, wisdom save. I have a wisdom of a rockin'. Oh, I actually have a ten. I have a fifty-fifty shot here. Fifty-fifty shot. No Let's do failing. It. Did you fail? Over ten. Okay, so uh, you're gonna kind of brush it off and continue. Um, Aramis, um, Erasmus? Yeah. Shit. Is it Erasmus? It's Erasmus. It's spelled right there. He's saying it both ways would be how I would spell both things he's saying. Live love. <laughs> live love. Aramis fine. Erasmus um, is a live love okay, situation. Okay, so the people at this point, uh, the crowd at this point, are about a third of the way across the bridge. There are about 20 of these seven foot tall full plate crimson guards each one of them has either a great sword or a long sword and a shield or a spear uh, and they are filing out very methodically very mechanically into a line that is going to stretch across the entire bridge and then the second ranks of that line are starting to fill in uh, 
at this uh, third away point, you see Jack is, are you, so you're probably close to the front. So Jack is a little bit off to the right of you. So I'll give you a, like a wisdom check. So if you see Jack at this point. Who be? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you're the kind of the only one that's kind of at the front here is right in the right mind. Uh, I fail. I have a wisdom of eight. <laughs> Okay. Um, all right. So the crowd continues to march on. Um, at this point, Jack sees you, and the crowd is about uh, the mob of people. They're throwing rocks. They're throwing bottles. They're throwing sticks. They're throwing everything they have. They're just throw spears. You know, uh, What's wrong with you people? <laughs> they don't have spears. They don't have spears. I mean, there's no spears. They're like throwing potatoes. Um, at these marks, but the the Crimson Guard are unaffected by it. It's like they're following a protocol. They're almost complete with their second line, and more and more are continuing to file out of this gate. You have noticed that the gate has stopped opening. It stopped at about 15 feet uh, wide, and uh, the soldiers are continuing to file out. And as one line uh, line one line gets full, uh, the soldiers in front each take a step forward and the next line starts to fill. Okay. Um, so Jack is, uh, at this point, Jack is at midway point on the bridge along with the rest of the crowd. And, um, he's pretty clearly, everyone's kind of focused on the guards, but he is very obviously, so I'm gonna give each of y'all an advantage to be able to notice sound. Wisdom check with advantage. I mean, I still, I still see him, right? You see him. Yeah. Okay. I'm give you a chance to act. <laughs> uh, Gully is on the roof and he sees Jack. He sees the marching. He sees the. You, you see the uh, Crimson Guards are lining up. You see Jack. Jack is actually uh, appears to be securing some type of rope on the side of the bridge and preparing to leap over the side of the bridge. Um. You see all this as it's happening, and you have a chance to act right now if you want to try to get closer to him or. Me? Yep. Uh, yeah, I think I think he does. You know, you were saying this is going through Gully's head is that, you know, we felt like he didn't have a plan, but I think his plan was I think this is all a distraction now. I think Jack has a plan for getting into the tower. Uh, so I'm going to start running like towards where he's got the rope tied up and like using my small abilities like to, 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 to dip and dive like through the crowd of people's legs Okay. to get to where he's at with that rope so I can try to follow him. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to say you get part of the way there. Okay. Okay, uh, so wisdom check on the other three. Fail. And uh, you get advantage. I, I know, fail. Fail. Everybody failed? Um, some of a bitch, I failed. Yup. Okay, so you're going to be pressing. So um, the crowd presses on to the point where they are attacking the front lines of these Crimson Guard that are now four deep. Uh, and but the guards are not attacking the people yet. They're basically staying there. They're being attacked. Uh, doesn't seem like any harm is being done to them. Uh, but they're not attacking yet. Uh, Torg, you're up to the front. What do you do? 
I'm trying to push past and get to the, the tower. Okay, as you try to push past one of the Crimson Guard on the front line, two of them take swing at you. So you need to roll a uh, defense uh, strength check. <laughs> Fail. Twice? What times? Uh, first one failed. Uh, second one succeeded. Okay. So the first one hits you for two damage. The second one misses. Uh, but you do not advance. You're still in the front line there with him. Valentine, what are you doing? Um, I'm probably going to do the same thing. Uh, push up to the front and try to... I'm probably going to try to attack one of them. The first one that's close to me. Okay. You want to attack the front? You're not trying to push past him. You're trying to attack the one in front of you. Yeah, and I miss. You miss, so you mm. do a miss. Uh, the um, the guard uh, then takes a swing at you. Basically, you've you uh, after you miss, it takes a swing at you. So go ahead and roll a defense. I'd fail to defend. Does one damage. I'll take one that. damage to you as its sword whoosh, crashes down and then it falls back in line like it like it has a place it's supposed to be in at that point. So we're going back so, to Gully. Question. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. So it's like if, if if a character fails to defend or would take damage, they can take one armor die out of the pool, put it aside, declare broken. Um uh, blah blah blah. Do I have to do that? No, I think it's a choice. Moira, it's a choice. If you wanted to say, okay, yeah, either. I read it as a choice as well. Since it's only one point, I'm just gonna take it. Yeah. Okay, Gully, you're about halfway to Jack. Jack is um, trying to kind of clamber over the side there. You continue towards Jack. You try to approach Mm -hmm. your, try to get to your team. You towards Jack. Towards Jack, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna say you reach Jack at this point. And he's at the quarter of the bridge? He is at kind of the halfway point. Over the bridge. Yep. Okay. He, he, he's kind of, uh, if the bridge if the bridge kind of does this, it's about 100 feet across, yeah. you all are at this yeah, middle he's point. At the, the pinnacle, the yeah. Yep. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump up to where Jack is and be like, I knew you had a plan. Yeah, and he says, down here, there's a way in. There's a way in down here. So I'm going to I'm gonna stand up, and uh, I'm going to start digging in my pockets, and I've got gold coins. I've, I, I started with 2d6, which I think I got seven. I rolled decently on that. So I got three gold in one hand. I got uh, a four in the other. That's math. And I want to throw three gold towards... Erasmus? Yes. And I'm going to throw four gold towards where uh, the front line is, hoping that there's people there who are so poor they'll cause a distraction and look for gold. And that'll, okay. I'll, I'll be up there snapping. <laughs> like a snapping turtle, you know? I'm up there snapping uh, to try and get my party's attention. Okay, I'm going to give uh, all three of you a 
advantage on a wisdom check to be able to notice uh, both Gully dancing up there and where Jack is. Come on, baby. Woo! Both of, well, no. Yeah, both of them. Both of them passed. All right. Valentine sees. Both of mine fail. Same. You know, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty, I don't know, visible. Feels like that's just something you'd be a gimme. <laughs> so well, it would be on the side over there. I'm sorry to progress. Slap them both. Roll again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, the torque keeps going on. One thing that Torg notices is that um, the soldiers, there's four lines of soldiers and they've stopped coming out, but the gate's still open. Okay, the gate stayed open, but the soldiers are coming out. But they have begun, the front line has begun to engage the crowd and pushing them back, unsurprisingly, at this point. Okay, so um, I'm gonna, there's three attacks, gonna hit Torg. In all this, what's that? Do I get any actions in all this? Yeah, do what would you like to do in this moment? I'm yelling at the crowd, Fuck the weapons, just pitch them over the side. <laughs> Telling the pitch the soldiers over the side, gather up, dog pile them, pitch them over. <laughs> okay, and, and a lot, uh, a lot of the crowd are dissuaded by you. They see what they're there, and then they start to grab them and try to just push them. Uh, but there are casualties to this. These people do have swords. I mean, there's going to be casualties either way. Some right. dumbass. So some of them go over, and in the the rush of that, Erasmus, I'm going to say that you noticed that Gully is dancing on the side of the bridge, and Jack is holding a rope, getting ready to jump over it. You take He's heed doing of this. A perfect rendition of the opening to the show Peacemaker. Okay, <laughs> hey, whatever. <laughs> so good. Uh, <laughs> Torg, you are. Um, uh, roll your first defense. Defense? It's dex, right? No, it's, it's strength. Strength versus melee. Just, melee attack. Well, strength, an 18 fails. That's to roll three, right? You should roll under. How many times? But I was getting attacked by three. Well, I'm going to do it one at a time. You get hit by the first one. Right. So we're, we're... First one hit. Second one, I dodge. Third one, I dodge. Okay. So the first one, it hits you. Uh, and it spins your head. Like uh, it kind of comes down on your, your, your helmet or your hat that you're wearing. Kind of glazes off of it. But it turns you in such a way that you, you see Aramis directing the crowd to kind of shove the soldiers over the bridge and then you see gully dancing on the side of the bridge uh with jack uh there beside him so uh okay you gonna keep pressing towards the door or head towards where jack is i'm caught up in the anger of this crowd i'm You've been deflected a little bit. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You, your your vision has been kind of hit through pain and uh, through the adverse of this, seeing familiar faces. And then recalling okay, well, that you were in your back. I will work towards uh, Gully and, and Jack. Okay. Valentine, you are kind of on the side of the bridge. And so um, I'm going to say that you have a better observation of uh, kind of where I put you on the bridge of, of what's going on with the, um, 
Erasmus and uh, with Jack on that side of the bridge. Okay, so um, so you see them. Do you want to approach them? You also see that the door that the soldiers have stopped coming out the door, but the gates of the tower are still open. Yeah, um, I feel like I passed the test, so I'm like I'm myself now, right? Okay. And I, yep. knowing that, I would feel like I'm not trying to run for those doors by myself. I'm going to do my best to move towards Gully and on my way, drag Erasmus with me because Torg is already on his way, right? Yeah, Torg is heading that way. Gully's heading that way. Erasmus is heading that way. So everybody's okay, kind of yeah, conversion so. on that. As you guys approach Jack, as you get there, um, uh, an arrow, and I need, let's see, who's, let's see, Valentine, Erasmus, and Gully. I need dex check uh dex saves dex checks checks yes yes yeah. uh yeah i easily roll over a set that's a fail but not torg you didn't have to pass one uh do you fail erasmus no i did not okay so you're good uh valentine you're good mm-hmm uh, Gully, you're good. I got a seven. You know, everybody's good. Uh, everybody's good except for Jack. Uh, so arrows start pinging off the stone of the bridge. Uh, one goes off your armor. One goes right through one of your hoods. Uh, one of them catches Jack right in the arm that he's holding onto the rope as he's trying to get ready to kind of repel over the side of the bridge. And you realize that there are um, crimson guards up on like a third or fourth level of the tower that are shooting arrows down at you now. Uh, at this point, Jack falls. I grab him with the crook of my staff. <laughs> you grab him. Okay, we get a. I guess that would be a strength. I would say strength or dex. Um, I'll give you advantage just because you're in the right position. Uh, okay. Uh, got it. Breathe. Okay, he he grabs onto the staff. Uh but he grabs onto it with the arm that he caught the arrow in. So he's holding on for the moment. No, no, I'm holding on to him. Hooked. Hooked. <laughs> you got like a shepherd's crook, huh? Yeah, I got a hooked stab. I, uh, I've drawn it. Okay, good. Okay. So what oh, are you yeah, doing you at that point? Huh? No, it's good. I love I love your staff. Uh, I'll draw So you got from, him. Now what? I'm drawing him in from the edge. <laughs> He is, uh, he's not looking good. The arrow is, um, it, it, it's, it's bad. Um, he's in pain and he, uh, but he points down towards, uh, kind of under the bridge and you're, I, I guess you're kind of leaning over the bridge at this point. Got him hooked. Yeah. Okay. So he, he's pointing down and as you look down, you can see that there's a ledge down there. There's like a lower level to the bridge. Okay, and that's what he's indicating towards. Oh, all right. Um, all right. So, Gully, you're there at this point. Valentine, you're there at this point. Uh, Torg, you're almost to the to the bridge. What are you doing? I are you- help Erasmus. Maybe like lower him down to that ledge. Yeah, we'll we'll just pull the staff up a little bit and then try to swing it's about him fifteen up. feet. Hmm? It's about fifteen feet down. So can he help himself, like on with the rope and the yeah. other hand, or where is the rope? The rope is still hanging off the side, right? 
rope is off the side of it. Uh, he let go of it because of the arrow hitting him kind of in the shoulder with, uh, you know, he was holding the rope with that arm. And so he was about to fall, but Aramis caught him. Erasmus. Uh, Erasmus. Sorry. I want to figure out a way to help him down if I have to go first so that he I think can, if like... you, yeah, you could at this point, you could help grab the staff because uh, I think um, Erasmus has got, he's got him hooked like a shepherd's hook kind of is it uh, like around his in his clothes around his arm whatever you think okay i feel like he's got him kind of hooked he just kind of kind of hooked him with the staff so it's not yeah. um it's not jack's strength that's holding him there um but i don't know that er, uh, erasmus has the strength to pull him up i got a 12 i'm not bad mm-hmm. i i am a i am an outdoor workery guy well see i want to help him I I feel like it would be better to get him down, like to the ledge, well than done. try to pull him up. <clears throat> so I'm trying. So how to long like, is your staff, Erasmus? Erasmus? I don't know about staff length. Let's say about six feet. Six I'm feet. Saying, what I want to do is I want to grab the rope and go down some, so that I can like maybe you can like put his feet on my shoulders. Okay. Let me have a. Uh, let me have a. Let me have a dex check so you can kind of leap over and kind of slide down the rope. Son of a fail. 18 over 14. Shit. So as you you hop over and you grab the rope and you try to slide down, but you actually slide all the way down to the ledge. And so you're about 10 feet below where he is, but you could possibly catch him. That's exactly what I was gonna yell out. Just just uh just jump. I got you. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> uh, at this point, Gully and Torg both are close enough to help. Maybe he can hook his other arm around the rope and sort of slide it down. Um. So he's still- ten feet from where uh, about ten feet from where Jack is to where um, the ledge is. Uh, so- and Valentine is there. Aramis. Erasmus. Erasmus is <laughs> it's because it's been said wrong so much That's I can't so remember which times. one's right. I haven't said it wrong once. No, no, no. Everybody but you. <laughs> um, like he's it. still holding the crook, the, the, the staff. Yeah. And Valentine Valentine's underneath him. Right? So he's still in between being held <laughs> by the wizard and the, the soldier underneath trying to get him to come down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like this is a delicate task situation, so I should get advantage on it. All right, I'll allow that. It is pretty <laughs> delicate. I mean, if you're gonna try to yeah. do something delicate in this situation, if you're trying to like jump out and grab him and then, you know, expertly flip him like spin no, no, no. and flip. I'm thinking the... of, of of sliding down the rope, but kicking off the bridge a little bit, so I can delicately like swing around him. Yeah, I'll give you advantage for that. Yeah, so that like the rope wraps him up. Like I'm, I'm trying to purposefully tangle him in his own rope so he can't. I'm trying fall. to yo-yo him. Yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Four. Perfect. I feel like you, uh, uh, Gully immediately gets to the situation. He jumps off the bridge, and then he does what? Yeah, okay. I, I reach into to. Uh, a portal to 
advanced Dungeons and Dragons opens up and the used rope skill floats out. And I grab it and all rope knowledge. That was AD&D, right? Or was that even older? Terrence knows. <laughs> uh, I don't think they had a... Well, they might have had a... Yeah, that was percentile based. You don't want to use that skill. Just that used to be rope. just a use rope skill. That was 3.0. Was it 3.0? Yeah. yeah, so the, the use rope skill comes out and it's maxed out. And uh, the knowledge... <laughs> and level <me>. two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm also... You know, I work on the river. I have a fishing company. I know yeah. ropes. Um, you tie knots. I tie knots. But I think the way I picture it is that he's already tied the rope off to get down there. I was just going to grab it, slide down a little bit, and kind of kick myself out so that I kind of like corkscrew around him once or twice uh -huh. just to give him some extra, like, if he slips, there's rope wrapped around his body. <laughs> he's going to be like... <laughs> <laughs> splat yeah well you know that's not how i Hopefully picture not. it yeah. i picture it being like you know when you pull a knot tight like when his weight if his weight gives way to being dropped it would tighten the rope around him okay i like yeah. that I, I feel like we have established the critical success and the critical yeah. failure in this scenario yeah i was gonna say like think about like those aerial dancers and how they do it yeah, this is like the ribbon, the yeah. ribbon acrobatics exactly. kind of thing. I like this. Okay, all right, go ahead and roll and see what your uh, see what the dice gods say. I rolled already. I got that four right. That was my. All right, I'll give it to you. All right, so you that? save him, and he is kind of spun around slowly down, and you land, and Valentine is able to catch him. And uh, a very in pain Jack is laid to the cold stone floor of the second level underneath. Um, so it leaves Torg and um, Erasmus. Thank you. Got it right. I keep thinking yeah. that's the wrong one. Um, are you guys going down or are you staying up? The door's ah. still open, Torg. You see that? The doors to the temple, the tower is still open. Uh, the crowd is actually taken down through uh, Erasmus's instruction. They've actually thrown most of the front line off the bridge. <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to go down the rope. Hey. Uh, I'll do a little. Torque. Uh, I got a nine out of four, under 14, so we're good. You made it. You made it down the rope. No. Yeah. I'm holding my staff in my teeth while I do it. Or the other infamous uh, <laughs> people of this area have all decided to send after Jack, your friend. Uh, yeah, I'm going going down as well, and I successfully rolled under my strength. Perfect. All right, you all arrive at the lower landing there, and um, Jack is in bad shape. Uh, you realize that the... Um, the arrow that hit him kind of um, kind of in the soft spot of your kind of your I don't know what you call this area this your collar in between collarbone and your shoulder uh. um, the arrow I mean it's in a good 8 to 10 inches I mean it, it went through kind of I think, all I think that muscle's called Erasmus right through Erasmus right here yeah it's, it's the Aramis muscle that is between 
the Caracas and the Vlatias Nas Nias, and right in that area. Zoom anyway, a Jackson bad shape. Um, he tells <laughs> you he c- kind of indicates with a um, bloodied hand towards a graded, um, a, a kind of a graded round pipe. It looks like it could be there for refuge or uh, could be for water runoff. You're not even sure, but there's definitely uh, seems to be his plan for getting into the tower. Um, it's definitely enough, uh, big enough for uh, a medium sized person to get through, although very slowly uh, at that point. But um, he grabs Valentine uh, as she is the one that kind of caught him and pulled him down. Uh, and tells her to, he feels his life kind of ebbing out of him, and he tells her to uh, find my child, take care of my wife. You know, we, you know, he reemphasized the fact that they had lost four children before this one, that this was the only child they had born alive. We have to find her and take her home. And he asks you, like, he squeezes your hand and holds it tight to him and swear it. To swear it, to swear it, to swear it. I swear it. And he looks but... at you, Gully, who's there beside him with his acrobatics, and he's like, swear it. Swear to me. Swear to me. Uh, I just want to know, <laughs> does he have a picture in his wallet or something? This baby was <laughs> born like... supposed to know. baby was born like four days ago. Text me a picture. Yeah, no, I'll I'll swear it. I'm down for saving this child. I'm not a monster. Yeah, you're not a monster. I will, however, expect a hefty tip the next time you or your family uses Happy Hooker Charters <laughs> for your relaxing weekend. Needs. Oh, at this point, um, so at this point, um, Jack again, he's like, go quietly, and he points up as he's laying on the stone over his head and points with blood running down his hand through his arm. You know, just, he's he's a mess. He points at the grate, and he's just like, quiet, be quiet and fast. Well. And he's gone. Your friend Jack Stonecutter, Jack Silvertongue, Jack, the start of a revolution that may be or may not be. Jack ass getting it's us past. into this finding, but it's not the first time he's gotten you into a mess like this. It's the first time he's died doing it. Definitely the last. <laughs> definitely the last time, as far as you know. Um, so the grate, there's a, a definitely a barred grate over the round pipe that seems to be leading into the tower. You're about 20, 15 to 20 feet below the bridge and where the main tower doors are. The fighting upstairs above you seems to be going on. Uh, and as you look around you, you see uh, not only Crimson Guards, but some of the townspeople uh, falling into the seemingly bottomless chasm uh, as uh, uh, Erasmus's uh, advice seems to be kind of uh, spreading to the other bridges uh, in ways to fight these Crimson Guards. Good call, well, dude. We'll need someone to take points. Someone, 
able to quickly scout out narrow tunnels. Someone, I don't know, about yay tall. I put my hand on your head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take lead. What? Yeah, he's <laughs> talking to the clunky, heavy armored dwarf. <laughs> about yay tall. <laughs> well, Kevin, you've played D&D for a long time. You know dwarves are still medium creatures, right? <laughs> this is true. There's only small, one small creature in our party. So anyway, we stuff him in the pipe. <laughs> yep. So you go to the pipe. So, uh, so the pipe is, you know, it's it's fairly large. Uh, it's about five foot, uh, five foot round. Uh, so those of you that are full size medium creatures have to stoop a little bit going through it, but you can move at fairly normal speed, and with your prowess, you can uh, kind of get through at normal speed. Um, and so you come out into a. Um, it's very dark in there. That's. Forgot. Um, once you get about 20 or 30 feet into the pipe, there is um, kind of the, and you didn't realize it at the time, but the sounds of the fighting, the sounds of the air, the chasm, uh, the water, uh, the water pouring out of the tower at different places, all that seemed to be uh, kind of grounding you in such a way. And you've gotten to a point into the tower where you can't hear those things anymore. It's completely silent. There's no whispers. There's no sounds of the outside. There's no sounds. Seems like your footfalls don't even make sounds at this point. So, uh, and it's completely dark. Unless uh-huh. someone has a way of light. I have sure. dark vision. I, I have some torches. <laughs> I have okay, a pet so mouse. Guys, I want everybody to roll as you get into this just because I want everybody to roll a panic. No. I bet I have torches. What is the thing? Light them. Huh? Hmm? Light them in a panic. <laughs> so it's a panic table, so uh, you do a wisdom test. Panic. Oh, well, okay. Great. Right. Yeah. Yeah, wow, my weakest fucking stat. Uh, a fail. Wisdom fail. again. Uh, 14 over wisdom. 10. I'm running I'm for the hill. So you have to do a d6. Huh? So you either, if you panic, then you have to roll a d6 after that. So if you fail that, then you roll a d6. Six. Three. Hold on, hold on. One. Okay, so uh, uh, Erasmus, you are uh, Aramis. Erasmus. Sorry. Damn it. <laughs> I don't Erasmus. correct you. You had it right. <laughs> oh, you had it. Uh, you have three, so you are, you're, you're kind of a state of shock. It's like this, like this, because it happens fast. Like the sounds from outdoors stop all of a sudden. It seems like it's really super dark in there. None of the light from outside is filtering in it at a moment. And so you are kind of shocked by this and you can't perform any actions or involved to use the hands for a moment. Uh, Valentine, you got a one. Mm-hmm. So in that, you have gritted teeth. Okay, uh, you, You've got a free wisdom test in order to end the panic. Sweet. Fail. Fucking <laughs> 12. Okay, so you're still... All right, so you're so panicked, and then uh, what'd you get, Torg? Fourteen over ten. 
Then he rolled d6. Six. six. <laughs> you have, um, unfortunately, Tor gets a heart attack and the character's oh. out of action. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is supposed to be a fantasy game, man. It's like a heart attack. Oh, <laughs> you can't put a heart attack. Yeah, it is. He's you ran away there. from. You ran away from Cobalt. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. What well, happened? All right, so <laughs> what's that with you, Golly? What did you roll? I got a seven, so I'm good. You're good, so you're feeling good. You kind of snap our bounce out of the <laughs> you know, didn't uh, have crowd. Uh, um, Erasmus, if you uh, you can light one of your torches up, okay. All right, so light the torches up, light comes up, everybody's feeling a little bit better, except for Torque, who's looking really pale and laying on the ground. <laughs> Kevin, describe how a heart attack feels. Uh, unfortunately, uh, well, as as described by uh, best by Red Sanford. Oh, it's a big one, as Ultimate. I'm coming to see you. I I honestly believe Kevin did that at some point. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got a is he on the out of action thing you got to roll on the table like is he actually ill or dying you gotta he's I, out of action so he needs to roll on the out of action table oh which okay. is uh where is that one the, the one where you potentially could die yeah, yeah. Uh, right, I, well, I i have to roll and you need to roll die. a one <laughs> you need to roll a one that's it no, you do not need to roll a one. No one. No. Yeah, no, the one is just knocked out. Yeah. Yeah, if you if they survive result one through five, you regain one D four hit points, counting up from zero, and no longer out of action. <laughs> what is Okay, so we just don't need to roll a six. Okay, roll it. Wait, it's a D twenty or a D six? D six. You're rolling a D six, don't roll a six. Uh, you know, try not to. Roll a one. So should I lie or should I tell you what I really want? <laughs> lie, please lie. No, no, hey, I want to give him advantage by doing uh, uh, not mouth to mouth, but that other thing, chest compression. The hoblick. That's where you. No, it's, I think I feel like with dwarves, yeah. only no, mouth to no, mouth I, is effective. I can see this. They're trying to save the the corpse of their friend, the dwarf. And he's already dead. Been dead for like an hour. And they're like, I think if you do these chest, no, it's the you roll a it's six, Kevin. Behind him. Yes, I really did roll a six. Did you really? Oh my god. Yep. Yeah. Well, somebody wanted to use the scare table. <laughs> I did. I like the scare table. What scared um, us? I forgot already. So. I think the, the darkness, the the darkness the dark. is, is just the, the sudden darkness of the dark and, and the quiet and being and the one and the one with dark vision actually died from the dark. Yeah. I can see perfectly. You scared of the I died of scared. Every time you blink, there was a risk of a heart attack, and it just followed. <laughs> I'm being chased by the darkness every time I close my eyes it sees me he screams a little bit <laughs> oh it's really smoky in here <laughs> oh. 
the hamster oh, all along. This is such a good. This is great. Um, this is um. So um, I, but, I mean, honestly, your whole your whole backstory of leveling up to level two was you running from cobalt. So I feel like <laughs> <laughs> it all fits. This fits so well. But um, <laughs> God dang it! Somebody has to give him. I, I really didn't want to kill anybody with this. I just want to try it out in this no, tunnel. That's the dice. Well, that's why you don't. Well, but uh, fortunately, uh, Kevin, <laughs> there is um, you know some of the other people saw in the crowd saw you guys scuttling down the rope to this lower platform, and um, so hopefully one of those people will be your next character it was your cousin dead. borg <laughs> not torg it's borg he just borg. shows up and takes all of his stuff and he's like i'm like, ready to go guys i'm ready to go aren't you, wait aren't you, i can't tell i don't know no, if that's his actually, wife or his brother it was <laughs> a really fine. uh skittish doppelganger the real gort comes in <sighs> <laughs> That's so terrible. It's so dark though that you guys don't even notice that he's not with you and you continue <laughs> on. I have a torch. God damn it. <laughs> you don't you don't light it until the next one because you were like you were like paralyzed with fear the first round. And uh, so now you have a chance to light your torch. Paralyzed with DM fiat. All right, go ahead. Yes. Yeah. So the torch is lit and you see the lifeless body of Torg lying there. <laughs> <laughs> He's been dead for hours. <laughs> it's been hours. It's terrible. Terrible hours. Um, I keep giggling because in my head I picture like Gully the Halfway like grabbing his legs, you know, where you move. So when somebody's choking and you're like trying to bend their knees up into their chest. <laughs> That's not for choking. That was a night. We don't know. We're not doctors. I don't know. My intelligence is seven. That's that's what I yes. He owns the, the happy hooker. <laughs> just so you just know. Yeah, you know. Oh. Well, that's we're, unfortunate. Damn it, Kevin. All right. So, are we really? Damn it, Kevin. I'm not the one who put a panic thing uh, in the second level. I love this panic part of this, but and, you, you rolled and a six. You scared the guy with dark vision to death. Not just the, the darkness, head. the silence, the deafening silence. <laughs> it's the sharps cover of the sound of silence. <laughs> it's creeping through the pipe from where we have to go. <laughs> You just moved out of the city anyway. to the country and you just don't know what to do with yourself. So insane. Are we done? Good night, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to RBG Revolver. We're going to try to do, um, I, I, I think, one, one, maybe one more. Um, probably, two, yeah, a couple more episodes of this. And we'll it this only, it's story. only going to take three more episodes. You only have three more characters to kill. Right. Um, yeah, it's three more. Sure. But uh, in the meantime, Kevin, there was uh, um, uh, someone from the bridge was scaling down the ropes behind us, trailing behind us, and that's your character. Figure out who that person was. <laughs> your your character is the bard that was doing that disturbed cover coming up. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. The sound of silence. All right. Well, Good night, everybody. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Yeah.